0: All right, sitting down my boy, Colin Jurgesson. We are in Chamonix, France on a mastermind together. Been able to to kick the stuff a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Talk about some of our our journeys as an entrepreneur, the ups, the downs, the zigzags. And we learned a lot from some great speakers, people who have had incredible stories. And this one is going to be for the entrepreneurs who are coming up right now, Mm. or maybe at a bad place in their journey, because we've all been there. Yeah. So I wanted to shoot the, the stuff with you for a few minutes, talk about some of our stories, sure. some of our mistakes, yeah. so that people can learn from them and hopefully climb out of whatever spot they're in or make it through whatever the next thing that hits them is. So 100%. Colin. Tell me a little bit about yourself. What's your story?
1: Yeah, well, first off, man, thanks for having me on the podcast. I love the location we're in right now. It's pretty insane, the mountain Yeah, view. if you're watching this, I'll show, yeah. uh, you're gonna show the have other show side them in the, a second. The viewers, the, the view after. But, uh, yeah, so a little bit about me. Uh, I grew up in New Jersey um, to a middle-class family, so nothing crazy. Had no family money, no entrepreneurs within my family. Um, you know, the the protocol was basically go through high school, go to a good college, get a good corporate job, get a 401k, live in a nice house, get a family and basically retire at 65, you know. I do. That's I got hot. funneled into medicine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know you, I know. You went extra hard on that. Yeah, So um, a little bit more money getting there too. Yeah, well. yeah, I remember we were talking about that. Um, so yeah, you know, typical, uh, the, the scam that, uh, you know, 99% of people fall for, I was 100% in it. I was trapped in the matrix really had no awareness around it, no consciousness that I was even like in that, uh, until you know, after college I graduated with uh, a degree in business and I started working at ADP, a payroll company. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, for four years all I did was party, I, I just knew that I was gonna figure it out, you know, I didn't do much planning, I knew that my dad was in sales, I liked to travel, I thought sales might be something that I would be good at, because I'm a people person, I'm an right. extrovert. So I just went with, that was one thing I did pretty well. I, I looked at what I had, which people don't do sometimes, it's like, okay, what is your edge? Yep. What are you better at than most people? Just take a look at yourself, look in the mirror, what are you good at? Um, you know, Some people are very introverted, so that means that you're probably gonna be better at doing something, operations, behind the computer, in the office. Whereas for me, I was like, I'm very social, I like to travel, I like to get out, I like to do things, I'm very active, so outside sales was the job that I took for myself. So I applied for ADP, outside sales position, selling payroll, Uh, I got that job, and within about two months uh, of really trying to like it and like see myself there for the future, I was like, I'm in deep shit right now. I was Mm -hmm. making 39 grand a year, I had about $45,000 in debt at that time, Uh, And yeah, things were just not looking too bright for me like, you know, I was I was really trying to See myself doing this job for you know an extended amount of time and then also trying to realize that okay I got 45 grand worth of debt with the amount I'm making right here, like it's going to take 10 years or so to pay that thing off right? right? with the expenses I have and stuff.
0: That exercise that you just talked about in self-awareness, what am I good at and what can I do? I think if more people did that, mm. our economy would be in a better place. Our mentality would be in a better place. Yeah. People just get pushed into careers and fields that they have no business being
1: in. A hundred percent. And you know, it's uh, it's one thing to get pushed into college, but like even though you're not doing well in college or you don't like college, you think it's a trap. Try to get something out of it, right? Yes. Um, for me, I, I learned how to talk. You know, I learned how to be social, and that was something that stuck with me forever. And then through the sales job, where I was going, was Uh, I knew I didn't like the job, but I went through the best sales training in Fortune 500, like ADP is rated number one. So I took that. And I learned that skill set of how to follow up with leads, how many touch points you need to do on a sale, um, you know, follow up emails, how to properly set meetings. So I learned all that and then I executed that later on in all of my businesses. So that was like one nugget that I took. And so basically anything that you're in, even though the situation's bad or, you know, it might not be the thing you're going to do for the rest of your life, find the golden nuggets in each thing and then take that with you and run with it. Um, Don't, you know, flip every negative into a positive. So... Uh, anyway, basically, I, I did this job for two months. Uh, I ended up getting really depressed. I kept partying uh, my, my weekends away, you know, I was living for the weekend, um, just feeling like shit all the time, unmotivated, around a bunch of people that just were not uh, in alignment of like what I wanted with my life. I wanted to travel the world, make a lot of money, Um, do fun shit. Like I'm on social media, just watching kids, you know, 18, 19, 20 year olds on Shopify, making hundreds of thousands of dollars flying around the world, going to Bali. I'm like, man, like I want to live this life. So I just started taking, taking steps, um, you know, to, to put myself in a situation where I could basically go and do that myself. And, uh, I kind of got pushed into that by a a event that happened. I was drugged, uh, one night, uh, in Scottsdale and, uh, Woke up in some random house with like a bunch of random people. Uh, My shirt was ripped. My one shoe was missing. Like, and I was just like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Like, I had all that debt. I was at this job. I wasn't, I was in between too. Like, I was fucking around on the internet, you know, listening to podcasts like Gary Vee, Ed Milette, Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, reading books, like, really getting into that stuff, but then still wasting all my energy at that job. And then that event happened and it was kind of like two crossroads. It was like, I'm either going to live a very embarrassing life to myself. I knew I wasn't living my fullest potential at yeah. all. I knew there was so much in me that I wasn't fulfilling, and so it was either go down this depressing ass life and live an average life, and you know, not reach my full fulfillment, and that scared the fuck out of me. And you know what they say when uh, you know it's the when change. What is it? It's uh when when change when it's easier to stay the same. Or fuck, I forget. I forgot. There's the quote. a couple
0: that I like. It's, One is like people will choose uncertainty over discomfort every time. When the pain to discomfort cha- over when the pain
1: of staying the same is greater than the pain to change, you change. Yes. So that's what happened to me. So I was so in so much pain, um, just so fed up with my life, so fed up with myself, and I, I wanted to go on an adventure. Like I wanted to just say fuck this shit. Like. Fuck this job. I don't like it. I don't like the kids I'm living with. There's this online world that's out there. Like, I want to be in that. And so I made the decision that day, quit my job, about 45, 50 grand in debt at the time with all the extra credit card debt I had. I had about a month of runway on one credit card to pay my rent, my car payment, and to make my loan payments. And I just sent it, bro. I just... Went all in on the entrepreneurship. I love journey. to hear
0: that like rock bottom breaking point, you're like, fuck this, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I've yeah. been watching kids do it. Yeah. I know I got it in yeah. me. I'm gonna make the move. Yep. I'm gonna quit. I'm gonna go in this all in for myself. So what was that kind of first three months like going into business for yourself? Obviously you had some skills. Yeah,
1: so so let me take a step back because if you're watching this, you're like, Oh, you just quit and then the next month right. you you made it? Like, no. So over that time when I was working at my job, I was you know, every second I wasn't at that job, I was online researching. Like I was already made up the decision that I don't like this, I wanna start making moves, I wanna change my career path. So when I'd get home from the job, I would you know do research. I would look up courses. I would buy courses. Ty Lopez. I started going to uh, local uh, networking events around real estate. Yeah. Grant Cardone was in town one time. It was like a free event. So I started you know getting myself out there, getting ideas flowing. So I realized you know there was a couple hot industries at that time. There was uh, real estate, which you could do wholesale. Mm-hmm. You know not much money needed for that. You can kind of just flip house contracts. And, you know, make a good profit if you, get a, if you get a deal done. There's an ATM business that in town, there was a group of kids doing that. So I reached out to them, tried to learn how to uh, do ATMs. Uh, then I, I started a clothing company with someone from my corporate job mm-hmm. uh, I used to like film and stuff when I was younger. I used to film skateboarding So I knew that I was like that was like a skill set I had so we partnered up we did that that kind of fizzled out um, I tried uh, um, a Content creation company because then I had the camera from filming that yeah. so I started like taking pictures of people like on the weekends For like a hundred bucks or whatever. So all these different things I was trying and then when I quit I had all the time in the world to try all of these things. Yep And the craziest shit is, and like for anyone watching, um, what Gary Vaynerchuk taught me in his book is if you don't know what your brand is, your journey is your brand. So just film the journey and the journey will become your brand. So I was filming myself doing all this shit on Instagram every day, Instagram stories. Like, Guys, today I'm going to knock 200 doors. I just quit my job. I'm out here, like I'm grinding, like literally like telling everyone exactly what I was doing. And you know, you have haters of course, like I got all my friends, you know, from college that my drinking buddies, like they see me quit, they're making fun of me, bro, like what the fuck is Colin doing? Uh, You know, I stopped going out at night after that situation happened. So really just sacrificing it all, not giving any fuck what anyone thought of me and you know, looking out for myself first. You know, Building a relationship with myself, figuring out what I'm good at, falling face first with all these businesses that failed. And what happened was, just through documenting the businesses, even though none of them work, I literally made no money on all these businesses. You were learning. I hit a thousand doors in Arizona in the August heat, and yeah. I did not make one sale. ATMs, I, I trekked through every single cash business in Scottsdale, never got an ATM placement. But I documented everything, And people loved the documentation and I started to gain trust and a following. Mm -hmm. All these people were sharing my posts, sharing my account around, and it all changed. Everything changed when the sixth business came around. And the sixth business was not something I intentionally tried to do. What happened was through all these businesses, I racked up even more debt. So now I had a ton of credit card debt. I took out a personal loan that was about the default. The loan defaulted and I my credit went from like a 7.10 all the way down to like a 5.60. And so now I have no credit and I'm 50 grand in debt and now I'm literally at rock bottom. So I had about a month of runway left. None of the businesses worked and I knew that credit was something that was so important because I started to learn about it at networking events. Yes. So I go on YouTube and I start researching, you know, how to remove derogatory marks off my credit file. And I find out that there's something called the Fair Credit Reporting Act, mm-hmm. and through that, you can literally dispute any item on your report, and if they cannot prove it, they must remove it by law. So I was like, wait a second, so like, I have this defaulted loan right now, it's from an unsecured lender, you're telling me that if I, if I can find an inconsistency in their filing, that I can get it removed if they can't prove it's me. And I was like, holy shit. So I literally spent you know the next couple of days just studying, filling up notebooks, watching YouTube videos, taking courses of credit repair. Learn credit repair, I sent the dispute letters in Equifax, TransUnion, Experian, filmed everything as I'm doing it. Guys, cool. today, uh, you know, I found out that you can do this, this, and this, and you can send a 609 letter, and if they, can't, uh, you know, if they can't prove it, they have to remove it. So I got my inquiries off first, which was cool, I saw them fall off, and then I got the collection off in about a month. And the collection came off, and that was the only negative thing on my file. So my credit went from the 560 up to a 730. And so now I had my credit back, and I had a ton of knowledge about credit. So I understood through studying that there's sequences you can do. Mm -hmm. So you can get, like, five to seven credit cards in, like, a one to two-day period. And so I lined up the whole thing. I made sure my file was right. I made sure all my cards were paid off. Once again, documenting everything as I'm doing it. I applied for seven cards in about two days, got approved for $75,000 in credit limits. 30K of that was on business card at 0% interest. So now I literally had money that I could liquidate off a card at 0% to pay off my other high interest debt. 20K of the loan that I got removed forever Mm -hmm. was gone. So now I only had about 30K of debt. So really, if you think about it, I I was almost at like a break even and I filmed everything. And then something happened. I was getting so many DMs from people saying, dude, can you help me with that? I got this fucking collection from college. You know, I didn't pay my bill this time. I had this dentist's office. And I'm just like, oh my God, like this is a needed thing out there that all these kids that are my age are too afraid to share, but I'm sharing it. And so now they know that like, oh, okay, there's other people out there in this situation. This kid knows how to help me.
0: It's funny how that lines up, right? You you have five failed businesses. You probably stack some skills through those five, whether Mm -hmm. it be websites, lead generation, ads and then boom, you actually found a hole in the market, something that someone needed. Yeah, you just can through af- trying. Just through trying. And just that's trying the thing.
1: Guys, like I know how, and you probably have been there too, um, when you wanna be successful overnight, like you, you're so jealous of everyone being so successful, yeah. and you just feel like you don't have, like you can't find it. Like mm-hmm. you know you got something in you, yep. but you're having the hardest time figuring it out, It's meant to be like that for a reason, like this shit is not easy. You have to literally go out and fall on your face in front of everyone over and over and over Mm -hmm. again. Some of you watching, you might start your first business and get it first try. It's very rare though. It might take you five failed attempts, you might have to quit your job, you might be on your last penny or even worse 50 grand in debt and then you'll you'll still have to do one more hard thing and then you're at the finish line. So like the finish line is always after the hardest like boss. I like to think of it as like a battle. You just gotta keep battling and battling and battling and then the finish line appears at the end. So that's kind of like the story on on the come up Um, and that business that I first started was called Credit Class. So I got that idea, I proved the concept, I partnered with an operations company for credit repair because Mm -hmm. I didn't wanna do that, I wanted to market. I wanted to educate, I wanted to market. And so for the next month, I pivoted from all that bullshit that I was doing, five physical businesses that had no success. Yep. I was like, I've been doing all of this old stuff that I could be doing 40 years ago. Why am I not focusing on this online world where you know I started this in the first place to get to this? So now right. I got my high income skill. I'm gonna educate people on credit. And so all I did was, you know, I see people making these one minute value videos. Yeah. You know, I'm scrolling through my feed. This guy's telling us how to do ads or this guy's doing uh, how to do Toro. So I'm like, I'm just gonna do this for credit. Here's your first five credit cards you want to get. This is how you dispute an inquiry off of Experian. And I would just make these videos be picture, video, picture, video. And I started to just deck out my profile for the next month. These videos were getting shared all over the place. And my credit repair business uh, that I partnered with, I started getting paid a lot. Like I started getting a lot of clients. And the one thing that I realized was, okay, I have credit repair, but all these people want like with the travel cards they want to know how to do the points and that's what I really liked I love to travel so I was like why don't I just make like a, a course around credit where I teach people how to leverage the credit how to build income with it and mm-hmm. how to travel the world for free and those were the three pillars and I woke up one day and I got this download and I was like holy fuck I need to go and create credit class like a class that we should have been taught in college or high school mm-hmm. that just breaks down credit To everything you need to know, and it tells you how to how to utilize it to its full advantage. So I went in a coffee shop. Literally, don't have a team. I don't have a laptop. I sat down with an iPhone for five hours. I drank a couple coffees, and I built my first business on it. You made a class on an iPhone. It's called Credit Class, and it's on Instagram. Yeah, (laughs) that's nuts. It was just an Instagram course. So the page was private, Uh and literally, like I didn't even know how to do kajabi. Nothing, bro. I just winged it yeah. and I knew the value was all in my head. I didn't care really what it looked like and everyone had their eyes on me. So I'm like, I need to get something out as fast as possible. So like, here's another, you know, quick uh, off site of what we're talking about. Um, you know, when you are trying to get into a business and you have a proof of concept, don't try to make it perfect. Don't like go through a bunch of meetings, try to organize everything, get the website all cute and nice. like. Just get the shit out there as fast as humanly possible. Success loves speed. Yes. And I had the momentum so good with all the content, all the messages, people asking, Colin, do you have a course? Colin, can I pay you for mentorship? I didn't have the product. I needed the product now. So I created it all through Instagram. Uh, and the craziest thing is that week that I created it, Black Friday was coming up. So Black Friday is like one of the biggest online sales days. In Big credit card day mystery. right there. Exactly. Yeah. And so what better way to launch my first business than to launch it on Black Friday? So I spent all week perfecting the the page. I made it a private page uh, and then I I, uh, labeled the price at 500 bucks, but because Black Friday, we're gonna do uh, $250 off, so half price. I launched it after promoting it on my stories every single, every single day, uh, you know, showing all the hacks, but blurring out how to do it. Yeah. So getting people like, oh, dude, you can wipe your annual fee on the Chase Sapphire Reserve, and I'd show me getting the refund, but I don't show you the steps. You have to buy it it's for the It's a smart step. little thing that so, you figured out yeah. early on. Most oh, people yeah. don't. That's oh, yeah. So so I basically, and I got a lot of this info, info from YouTube and other courses. Yeah. And I just regurgitated it in my own brain. you got to
0: self-educate on this stuff. Most people think you can just like learn entrepreneurship or pick up and do it. Yeah. There's so many steps and it's so involved. <laughs> yeah. And there's so much nuance that people don't understand. The only way you can possibly have a chance. Yep. Is by doing exactly what you did. It's crazy. Get on YouTube, buy courses. Yep. If you have YouTube creators that you enjoy learning from. Exactly. Go find their course. Go yeah. buy their course.
1: Exactly. you got to spend money to make money. So. So uh, I launched the course, signed up 26 people in about six hours, made 6,600 bucks or something like that. And I knew my life was changed forever. Like that that was the defining moment where I was like, this is it. Like I I just cracked the code. When
0: you finally make it, all those like friends and family who was like, what is he doing? Like posting his Instagram stories, making it, making apparel. Mm. They finally come around. I'm like, all right, like. I see you, I see something's you doing happening. something real, something's happening, yep, exactly. and that's a great feeling. Yeah. But man. a lot of people can never get past that initial ridicule stage that mm. everybody goes through. Yeah. Man, when I left medical school, yeah. well, the residency, I was, a, I was a trained doctor, I was practicing, Sure. and decided not to continue. To pursue business. Oh, man. Everyone's like, what are you doing taking yeah. this gamble? Sure. At that point, it wasn't a gamble. Yeah. I had already been doing business for six years. I was exactly. already successful. Exactly. I was making a life decision, but I still had so much ridicule yep. and it made that decision that much harder. So what did you do? What? How did you feel dealing with that ridicule? And do you have any mm. uh, advice for people who might be going through that? Yeah.
1: So it's funny you uh, mentioned this because my dad, when my mom told my dad that I quit my job, he was, uh, she told me the story, he was driving on the highway and he had to pull over on the side and he was hyperventilating and we didn't speak for like a couple of weeks yeah. um so my dad you know he he wants the best for me so does my mom like all of our parents do but a lot of the times you know that involves like comfort like and comfort is like the worst drug ever yes. like that's that's what kills your dreams and so they 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 had me where they wanted me i had a secured job i had secured income coming in every 2 weeks uh, you know i had a car i had an apartment their job is done, right? So when you start to take risks, uh, you're gonna get ridiculed by everyone, but you have to know what you're doing is right for you, and that's all that matters. So you know, if you're looking at yourself in the mirror and you can tell that you're not happy, all you gotta do is you know get alone, get in a relationship with yourself, and that's what I started doing. Started waking up at like 5 a.m., and I just started talking to myself, like literally, like I would just pray, I would meditate, I would go on walks, I would go to the gym early, and I did all of this before work. So, like, I spent that extra two hours alone every day, and that's when I built a relationship with myself. I started loving myself, listening to myself, what I actually wanted, not what you know my friend Jake wanted, not what my mom and dad wanted, just me. That's it. That's all. That you're the the movie character in yes, your own life. You're the right? main character. You're the main character in your own life. If you don't like the fucking movie, it's the only movie you got. You can't pick another movie. You got to make the movie dope, like. You can be the coolest character, like you can be the movie star of your own movie, so you gotta think like that. So, dude, it's, it's pretty ruthless, but like who gives a fuck what anyone thinks? Even your parents, like, fu- like if they're being like ridiculous and you know, they're not doing what's right for you and they're being unreasonable and they don't want you to try things, fuck them. Like you got to look out for you. That's it. Like who cares? So at the end of the day, man, yeah, just make yourself happy. And that's, that's all you can do.
0: Yeah. One thing that you said that was really powerful is learn to love yourself. Mm. And I think it takes a certain level of confidence to get past that. Oh yeah. Cause if you don't have that level of confidence, you're going to believe your parents. You're going to believe your yes. friends when they tell you, what are you doing? You're an idiot. Go back to work, get a job. You're probably going to fail. Yeah. And they're, you know, they're right. If you look at statistics, you yeah. know, you probably are going to fail. Yeah. So it takes a certain ego to get past it, it, all that and and push through it, regardless it, it, of what yeah. everyone around you is saying.
1: It really does. Confidence is like what I usually say is the number one thing, and I feel like people don't really talk about it too much. Yeah. But self love and confidence go hand in hand. Like if you hate yourself, you're going to have no confidence. And it, what's crazy is. To gain my confidence, I used to have no confidence. I used to have horrible acne. Mm -hmm. Like, I had cystic acne uh, from senior year of high school all the way up until junior year of college. And I hated myself. Like, Mm -hmm. I would look in the mirror and people would call me like pizza face. Like, it was bad. Like, I I would get pretty much bullied for it and then I'd bully myself for Mm -hmm. it. And I couldn't even look at the mirror. Like, I lived in my frat house and I was on Accutane. And when you take Accutane, uh, it really starts to like come out your get your skin's all scaly flaky and I had zero confidence so going through that journey of Literally breaking myself down as a human having self-hate and then watching my face clear up over that 12-month period and then finally having no acne Now I was like, oh it's game over like I look fucking great now and like I respect myself now for yeah. what I just went through and no one else had that so that you know, when you go through something that's horrible and you watch people have, you know, something that you don't that's mm-hmm. so normal for them, just like having clear skin. I would look at someone that has clear skin and yeah. just like this guy has no fucking idea. I was an accutane
0: patient myself. Really? I had cystic acne growing up. Crazy. I was uh, hundred and fifty pounds, soaking wet wow oily skin too, yeah. like pimply and oily yep. It was disgusting
1: and, and so when you went through that when yeah. you were done how fucking confident did you become yeah Crazy. I, it was a, a whole I was a whole different person, whole different person within me. a it was like a year I was Literally. a whole different person same dude same yeah. so I came I went uh that summer uh before I went back to school mm-hmm. uh, I went to Barcelona or no I went to uh I went to New York City for an inter- internship, and I worked on Wall Street uh, to try to become an investment banker. That's yeah. what I thought I wanted to do, Wolf of Wall Street. I thought that oh, was a yeah. like thing. <laughs> so that was like a phase. But uh, yeah, I was on Accutane then, but I didn't talk to anyone all summer. I knew in my head that by August, when I went back to school, I was going to be done. My face would be cleared up. I'm going to hit the gym all summer. I'm going to get this shit over with, and I'm going to make as much money as humanly possible. I came back to school junior year, completely different person. People yeah. were like, bro, like, who are you? And that was, and that's how the confidence came. And I had to go through all that bullshit. So, like, you might be in a position where you have a lot of self-hate, and this is just temporary. People think that this is forever. Like, when I was going through Accutane, and I'm sure you, you literally thought it was never going to end. Like, this is the worst. I look at myself every day. It keeps getting worse, blah, blah, blah. But, man, like, once you get that self-confidence, that self-love, that spark, you will change your life, 100%.
0: Some quick ways to do it, I think, take care of your appearance. Mm. Take care of your fitness and your health that's easier. Yeah. Well. Take care of your mind. If you're constantly validated with good work that you're doing, I yeah, think that helps. Sure. And then motivation. Yeah. If you're somebody who can self motivate to get up at 4am to get the work done, you're yeah. going to start to slowly love yourself. 100. So even if you're at a bad place, you, you do those things and, and it'll start to stack. And before you know it, you're going to have the confidence level that you need to go get shit done.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, Colin, tell me about a time in your entrepreneurial journey where you were
1: scared. Mm scared every day <laughs> I mean even with the most scared most scared peak scared. Um, I would say hmm honestly pretty recently, um, I was in an industry where I was making a lot of money with a certain business and I had to transition from that business into mm-hmm. a completely different business. Uh, and you know I was used to making hundreds of thousands of dollars profit per month. And you know I had it so systemized, so down to a T that like just became the norm. Mm-hmm. And I went through my first you know bear market cycle, so I had a majority of my net worth in Bitcoin. Um, when you look at your paper net worth, sometimes you can get a little uh, cocky or greedy. Uh, that's yes. kind of a better word. Um, and uh, you know watching that drop seventy five percent. At the same time, I had to switch industries and get into a different business and go from making let's say two hundred fifty grand a month to basically 20 grand a month, Yeah. even people listening like, oh my God, 20 grand a month. You still have to understand, like when you're making that much money and then literally cutting that by 85%, uh, it's a crazy change. And I, and I wasn't really, there's was no way to prepare for it. Like it just, something happened. I needed to make a major move. And uh, this all happened coinciding when, you know, we had the markets going down. Um, so my net worth wasn't like supporting me in that time either. Yeah. Right? I, I kept look, looking at my network, trying to get some confidence back. It's like, oh fuck, that's down millions of dollars too. So um, you know, it's one of those times where I knew it was temporary. I knew that just like I've done all the other times, I was gonna figure out a way to pivot. Uh, and I like what they were talking about at the event, talking about through me, yeah. not to me. And that's how I've been operating always as an entrepreneur. Like I don't really study industries. Like things just go through me. Things come to me uh, and I I believe in God. um, And so, you know, I know that he's watching. uh, I know that I'm doing good work. I I know that I'm going to become the best version of myself. So every day you just keep going to the gym, keep waking up early, keep doing your morning routine, keep doing the things that got you to where you are and opportunity will come. And that's exactly what happened. Like I made a huge pivot into a couple different businesses, not even just one. And now I'm back to, you know, making that same amount of money or even more per month, which is, you know, great.
0: It's funny. As you are telling that story, I was thinking about one of the lessons that we learned out here yesterday, Mm. Uh, the story about a guy who lost everything, Uh, a bank account cleaned out, somebody robbed him, business shut down, uh, and instead of freaking out and chasing that money. He had the realization I am money and you could take it all away. It doesn't matter because all the skills that I've stacked up, who I am, my personal brand, it's all just coming right back. Get it right back. Yeah. That's a, it's a comforting thought. So if you're, if you're listening or going through something like that, just know those skills are the value. It's not what you got in the bank account.
1: Exactly, man. I mean, people say it all the time. It's like, you know, if, if uh, you could tell me right now that I could go back 10 years, be 10 years younger, And have zero dollars, I would do it every time. Like knowing what I still know, you know. So yeah,
0: wouldn't even be fair. Yeah. All right. So that was peak fear. Let's talk about some of the awesome experiences that you've had as an entrepreneur that most people don't get to think about, don't get to do. This is an example of one. Yeah. We got to take a week off, fly to France in the middle of the week. Crazy. Network with you know thirty other really high level dudes. Yeah. We got to learn. We got to tear up the mountain. Yep. Uh, And that's just not something that most people get access to do. They don't even know that these things exist. Mm-hmm. What other experiences like this or otherwise yeah. have you had to convince people to to do this wild thing that's entrepreneurship?
1: Sure. Uh, I think a really cool one is I retired my mom like a year after quitting my job. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Which was great because obviously they were scared shitless. They thought yeah. I was an idiot and now they're like, holy fuck, like you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Like, this is great. So I retired her. She's been retired for like two years now, uh, which has been incredible because now she's literally blossomed into her own entrepreneur, she got her time back. She was working at a doctor's office during COVID, wearing the mask, wearing the whole suit. She was crying every night, not good. Mm -hmm. So I I gave her her time back and um, it's been incredible. She's a a breathwork uh, coach now. She got Reiki Reiki certified and she just uh, coached her first breathwork session in Costa Rica. So like I'm watching her on her journey now, which is amazing. Uh, So that is probably my number one thing. Take, I've taken my family on probably five or six incredible trips. We did Hawaii. We did Bora Bora. Um, we've gone to Cabo a bunch. I mean, all, all these amazing places, everything paid for, first class. Um, that was really cool. To
0: be able to do that for your mom is probably so satisfying oh, yeah. and probably a lot less
1: expensive than a lot of people might think. It really is. So I, pay, I just replaced her salary that she was making as an assistant uh, doctor's office person. And so it's like forty grand a year, which is like, I don't know, $1,500, $1,600 every two weeks. And it's just on Zelle, on AutoPay. Right. So it's nothing it crazy. It means nothing to yeah, you, but it, it changes her whole life. It changes her whole life. So um, my dad's next, and uh, yeah, I've been telling him. He thinks I'm crazy, yeah. but like, it's coming sooner than he thinks. And I'm going to have them work, uh, well, mostly him on my Airbnbs. So like I built an Airbnb portfolio and you know, I want him to go and build that trust with him to let him kind of just run that and you know, help him finance all my deals. And uh, yeah, that'll be really cool bonding experience. And then my next dream that I'm going to do is I'm going to build them their own house to retire in, in Arizona.
0: That's I think true. these are really good goals that not a lot of people think about when they're going into business. Yeah. But like, imagine the feeling of being able to call your mom and say you don't have to work anymore. It's it's the best feeling
1: I've ever. It's such a wild thing. It's crazy. Um, I've done. I've been really blessed, dude. I've done a lot of really cool shit in the past three years. Uh, I've traveled the whole world. Been to Dubai like three times. Bali and Maldives. Um, Bora Bora. Uh, pretty much anywhere you could think of that's on Instagram uh, Positano, Mykonos, Santorini, Ibiza, all of it. And you're you able know? to work from anywhere. I've, I've literally made more money traveling those places than being stationary in Miami. It happens every time.
0: They say freedom, and I totally agree with this. Yeah. Freedom is the new currency, it's the most valuable currency of our generation. 100%. Uh, this wouldn't be possible a, a decade, two decades ago. No. I think we're the luckiest generation to alive. Ever live Right.
1: it's incredible. I mean, I'm so grateful every day. Like some people think like once you arrive to this lifestyle like you get used to it and shit. Mm-hmm. Like I still like pinch myself every day. Like yeah. not even kidding. I was just walking back to go film this podcast leaving from pizza and the the bells are ringing outside. Uh, the birds are chirping. The mountains look insane and I'm just walking like this is fucking crazy like, yeah it's what Saturday Tuesday I don't even know and you know I'm making money online through my businesses and I'm with a bunch of friends and I took the whole week off basically uh, and we're just having fun and like I'm going back and in uh, one day after I get back I'm going to Denver Colorado to ski with all my high school buddies oh, so yeah. like it, it's just like shit comes up you can do whatever you want and you know that it's not like a detriment it's actually making your life better because you're, you know, networking or you're building your business while you're traveling. So like, you're not taking vacations. Like the whole thing is what you want to be doing all the time. You don't need a vacation.
0: Yeah. There's probably a lot of people listening, like watching you talk, making a couple hundred grand a month, Mm -hmm. uh, which is, I mean, you compare that to some of the guys in the group, it's higher, lower. I mean, some people are just some people are really rich. Insane. Kevin. He's yeah. Got a jet. Some people are wild. Yeah. Uh, do you ever feel envious or driven by that? Because you know, when you're checking Instagram back in the day, before you were an entrepreneur, you're mm-hmm. seeing the kids do Lamborghinis and traveling. Yeah. The levels just kind of change. Yeah. Because you know, Kevin's not on Instagram with his Lamborghinis. Yeah. But now we're we have access to people like that. Sure. Uh, What are your your thoughts now when you look at entrepreneurs that are ahead of you?
1: Man, I'm happy for them Like I get motivated by them. Uh, I don't have any negative energy towards any jealousy or anything like that Uh, Of course when I didn't have it any of it and I didn't make anything for myself yet. I felt like that all the time Yeah, I was blaming everything. Uh, I was a victim but now that I've taken full control of my life and you know, I'm happy with a lot of the accomplishments I've done and I'm still on a trajectory to my highest potential, uh, I'm happy with myself. Like, as long as I'm good with myself, I love myself, man, my best friend can go make a billion dollars and I not get, get involved in the deal and I'm happy for the guy. Um, you know, entrepreneurs that are successful aren't talking shit on other entrepreneurs. Like, no. They're too busy. And if they are, they're not successful. Like, successful people don't look down and talk down on the other people. They're too worried about themselves. So if they are talking down and they're comparing and you know they're they're buying cars for no reason just to drive around the show off, like those are not my type of people. Um, you know I, I don't I don't like that shit. Like I know I live in a very uh, I guess egotistical kind of flashy place, Miami. Right. Um, so there's a lot of that there, and I just don't associate with those people. Like I don't give a, like for example, uh, Carlton, my accountant, told me I needed to buy uh, a car over six thousand pounds this mm-hmm. year. Uh, for the write off. And so, you know, it was either buy the Lambo Urus or get like a Tesla. Yeah. And like, I know the Tesla's not as flashy, not as sick, but do I really wanna pay 40K over sticker price to get a car like that? Like, I'm not even gonna drive or post on Instagram? Like, no. So I just got a Tesla Model X plaid instead of getting like a Lambo Urus. So, like, just feel like that, like I don't, I don't care, man. I got my family, I got my girl. Like I'm not, I'm not right. Off. And there's,
0: like, there's something to like diminishing return. Yeah. Like after you're making a million dollars a year, there's very little that you can't do. So true. You can live wherever you want, travel wherever you want, eat whatever yeah. you want,
1: drive whatever you want. It's so true. Yeah. It's and that's kind of where I'm at now. Um, it's like okay, I keep setting goals for myself to make more and more and more money. But like, what am I, okay, I wanna do my family stuff, I wanna build them the house, I wanna retire my dad, but then after that, I literally don't need to make more than a million, two million a year, like what am I gonna do? So I gotta now, like I'm doing an ayahuasca ceremony in June, for my birthday let me know
0: how that is um
1: and my intention going there is what is my bigger purpose to do with money like why why am i on this journey in the first place like i'm retired my family you know i i got myself settled like i got real estate i got businesses that's all great i can kind of just do this for you know as long as i live but i for whatever reason want to become a billionaire and, but why? Why do I want to become because a Because you love
0: the game. We were. This I, yeah. is one of the lessons from this week. We've yeah. been like, all right, ten million. Like this year, it's ten million. It, yeah. Uh, and then once we hit the ten million, I know it's going to be all right. million, it's million. Twenty million. Thirty million. You're yeah. chasing the rabbit. That's so but true. I love building. But yeah, and that's when you realize that that's the fun part. Yeah. Is just doing business, growing, getting better, making net, uh, connections like this, like networking. Mm-hmm. Then it's just it becomes fun and you stop yeah. get to stop chasing the next thing and just enjoying it.
1: I love growth. Yeah, we all love growth. Yeah, if you you're have not to. growing, you're dying. Uh, and so yeah, like I just I wanna you know I wanna give back. Like I, I really do know that I'm a good person, I have a good heart, and I want to help people. It's not I'm not just saying that to be cool or like saying that because that's like the status quo thing. I'm an entrepreneur. I really want to like change the world in some way. Like if that's starting a charity and like really building something special, giving back in that way, then, then that's what I'm gonna do. So uh, I'm excited to figure out what that is. But for now, yeah, I'm 26, I'm having fun, um, and I'm doing what I love every day. So we'll see, we'll see what happens.
0: All right, Colin, last question. Yeah. The biggest lesson
1: that you've learned as an entrepreneur? So I'll, I'll say this, uh, for building wealth in your 20s, um, when you first get started, everyone's trying to invest right away. Everyone's like, "Okay, I got 10k in the bank. What what altcoins am I buying?" Yep. You know, it's like, ah, oh, like if people just knew that the more you put back into your brand and your business in the beginning stages, that, that massive shift that happens from that, like you have so much compound interest in that first stage of just throwing money back in, throwing money, like if I didn't take that $6,600 that I made on credit class, and I didn't go buy the airline pass that allowed me to go travel the world for free, and I didn't buy the Marriott stuff that allowed me to get rooms for 50% off, then I wouldn't have, Doubled down, and I wouldn't have built the thing to 300 members in such a short period of time because I wasn't walking the talk. If I would have just took that money, bought you know some Louis Vuitton, and went to the bar and got some drinks and bought bottle service, it's not going anywhere. So like, right. you gotta freaking invest in yourself. Don't invest in altcoins and in real estate and in all this bullshit until you have massive amounts of cash flow that you're happy with and you have a system built that you know is going to keep spitting off cash flow then you can go out and you can buy your passive income
0: I couldn't agree with you more I lost a lot of money in 2021 Yeah I think people need to learn that lesson emotionally because it's so hard to like be on Instagram and watch the kid who made a hundred grand on Dogecoin with a hundred dollar investment and then not YOLO in. I know. I I mean, I'm sure you've been there as well where you learn that lesson the hard way with your own money and then it seeps in emotionally and you'll never make that mistake again. So true. But I want to back you up. Yeah. Invest in yourself, invest in your business. And even if you lose it, you learned a lot
1: more losing that money. Oh yeah. Then you did yellow. Losing money is like the greatest way to learn because it hurts <laughs> so fucking bad. Yeah. You know, you can't get it back, you know, either getting scammed, they're losing money in an investment. It's amazing. Like it, it will help you so much. Never make the same mistake again It's the best way.
0: Yeah. Colin it was great chatting with you. This was a blast. Too, bro. Yeah. Had a uh, great time. If you guys are watching this and want to get in touch with Colin, where's the best place to do that? Just Colin Yerkeson on Instagram. Uh, and I'm on every platform. So yeah, just hit me up. All right. Go send him a message. Thanks guys.